Good morning. It is a Monday morning. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine. You had a good weekend? I did. Good. Hey, Amanda, we have a special guest in the studio. He is, uh, his name is Emerson. He's a, a 17-year-old a student from McNary. Is that correct? That is All correct. Right. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are All you? Right. I'm doing fine. Thank you. What are you in here for? Uh, I'm here to talk about the teen suicide rate and also to provide outlets for anyone who's uh, struggling or in distress. Just provide that someone's out there advocating for them to make sure they know that they're not alone. Is is that a strong uh, problem that's going on right now? I shouldn't say really a problem, but a strong issue that's going on right now is teen suicide? Yeah, it is the biggest issue that youth are facing currently. Right now, uh, suicide is the leading cause of death in youth from 11 to 24. Really? And uh, the CDC states that every single one of those deaths is preventable. So it isn't a car accident that's accidental. It is something that we can prevent if we just take the necessary measures to do so. And what are some of those necessary measures? The main necessary measure, I would argue, is just strong advocacy and making sure people know that they're not alone. Of course, humans are very much pack animals still. So if you know that you have your group of friends around you and you have your community supporting you, that alone is going to help reduce the suicide rate. So making sure people know that they have their community instead of just being stuck in the room, especially during the COVID times, when that lockdown hit, we saw a giant increase in the suicide rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you do you know anybody that has committed suicide? I personally have, uh, thankfully, not had to deal with anyone personally committing suicide, but I've always uh, seen it happening in the community around me. Specifically, uh, just three months ago, there was a death by suicide at Sprague High School who was uh, best friends with my other best friend. So okay. it all branches together. Yeah. So it's out there, and it's happening, and it's very close to home, whether we see it, know it, or not. Yeah, exactly. And they say suicide is a, is a, is a permanent solution to a temporary problem, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Well, you're going to stick around with us all morning long here. We're going to be chatting with, uh, with you in a couple more minutes here. So um, is, there, is there a suicide prevention number that's yeah. out there? There is a wonderful line. It's called 988, and you can call that if you just simply want someone to talk to or if you're uh, contemplating suicide yourself. Just call that number, and there will always be someone available to consult and talk to you. All right. morning you guys and happy monday in studio we have emerson joining us so what are some ways that you can prevent this or that you want to get involved to prevent this suicide Su- suicide prevention is what we're talking about yes yeah, so the main way that i have gone about preventing this is uh one uh, as i said previously by being a strong advocate you can also volunteer it the many programs which are already in place. Uh, America for Suicide Prevention just recently started a new chapter um, it, focusing in on Marion County specifically. And upcoming, we have on October 14th, it's called the Out of Darkness Walk. And that's simply where community members get together at Riverfront Park. And we are just going to walk in silence. We're going to have 300 or more people who are all being affected by suicide or are strong advocates against suicide. And we just walk. Yeah. And that show of force together will eventually see long-lasting effects in the community. Let us know as we get closer to yeah. that when that happens, because we'd like to get involved with it. We'll push station. it and promote it a little bit, absolutely. You're 17 years old. Um, is, do you guys ever talk about suicide with, with other teenagers your age? No, we don't, and that's the issue. 
Uh, just recently, we had an advocacy at Mount Angel. And previously, when we were talking to their football team, it was, you do not talk about it. You, you don't Why? talk about mental health or emotional health. And that's because you're not the cool kid if you do. Yeah. Uh, but shouldn't you be talking about it, though, if it's if it's something that is, is on your mind? or Yeah. Yes, you should be. Um, that's the best way to get help. People don't know if you're struggling, if you're always silent. So even if it's not the cool thing to do, one, we got to make it the cool thing to do, be able to freely talk about your emotions and your struggles, because then the end talking about it is what's going to make you stronger. But also just breaking the stigma around talking about it. It isn't a dreaded topic that makes you lesser than because you talk about it. It's something that we can all grow from together as a community. Mm-hmm. Something we actually just started doing um, with our teen boys in the house is asking, what was your low of the day? and then asking what your high of the day was. And then that leads into the conversation of, well, how can we improve your low of the day? Why was it your low of the day? You know, and work on improving it like that. And it opens up those conversations to what was bothering them, why it was bothering them, or maybe it was a silly low and it was like, well, great, you know, that's little compared to other problems. And so I think yeah, maybe teens maybe start checking in with their friends on, you know, what was your high and low of the day? It's been really beneficial to our household. Because some of some of the lows that, that we as, as parents look at are, oh, get over it. That's not the thing to say, is it? No. No, that is definitely not the thing to say. And when parents say that, that'll often lead to a repulse. Uh, and their kid is just going to then internalize, which makes the situation much worse. Mm-hmm. It is very hard as a parent to be willing to accept the fact that your teen may be struggling. But being able to admit that fact is going to benefit their health in the long run. Okay. And again, the number, if you are interested uh, or contemplating uh, suicide, is 988. It's a national number, and you can call that 24-7, right? Or text it. Alrighty. Just after 10 o'clock on this same Monday morning, Terry Saul and Amanda Smith, and we're joined by uh, 17-year-old Emerson. Mm-hmm. So what is your plan to, your plan of action, I guess I should say, against all of this? Yes. Yeah, so uh, for the past year and a half, I have been working to build a nonprofit program called Trauma Intervention Programs. It's been in Portland for 34 years, and it just started in Eugene. So in Marion County, we're in between the two chapters, and we're ready to go. And what this does is if there's a tragedy in a family, we send community out to provide emotional support to the victim's families to make sure no one's alone in a crisis or in a tragedy. This is a way to build our community up and just bolster our awareness of emotional health as well as mental health and saying that we're here as a community to combat it. It's not a direct way to combat uh, teen suicide, but it is an indirect way to combat it because we're going to bring about that emotional health awareness that our community largely lacks. It's going to break down the stigma that we see in high schools right now because a 17-year-old boy who no one would expect to be a strong advocate for emotional health is the one advocating for it. By having someone from this community who's been through the stigma and got past it, we're then going to see a ton of other teenagers also breaking through that barrier. How did you get started with this? Yeah, what's your why? Uh, I largely just wanted to see 
uh, that rate go down. It started out in the FBI Teen Academy, and that's where this program was introduced to me because of the Portland chapter. Uh, they came to my uh, academy and they said, hey, we have a wonderful program. We'd love to see it built in Marion County. And instead of all the other options which I could take, I wanted something that I could see directly benefit my community because that's what I care about in the end. I don't care about anything federally. I want to help the person right next to me, and that's my why. That's pretty powerful. For a 17-year-old, too. I mean, at 17-year-old, I was thinking more like I should be in sports or doing something like that, not thinking about suicide. Right. Well, and I like how you are community-minded because that's where it starts, is helping the person right next to you um, and their family and their loved ones. So could those volunteers, like, uh, be emotional support, but could they also do, like, bring the victim's family a meal or something like that? Yes, that's just exactly what Stuff like that. Okay, great. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes, and you'll join us uh, in about 30 minutes. Happy Monday, you guys. We have Emerson in studio with us here for our last segment. So what can the community do to help with uh, suicide amongst youth? The main focus is it starts in the family. If we have parents being willing to come home and ask their children, what are the highs and lows of your day, like you said, that is a wonderful start. If we break down the barrier in the family with parents being able to recognize the signs and are trained emotionally on how to recognize those signs and we get to the communities who don't have that training, we're going to see a curb immediately. The way you can help the larger community, not specifically your family, is that you can join coalitions which are already in place, which work together. Um, we have the Mid-Valley Coalition for Suicide Prevention, which is run by Marion and Polk counties. The leaders of your counties are working towards preventing uh, this teen suicide epidemic that we're seeing. So you can get a hold of them and get in touch with all these representatives who are strong advocates for preventing this. In another wonderful way is just uh, my way of preventing uh, youth suicide is find something that you can love and be passionate about. For me, it's this advocacy work. As a fellow teenager who might be interested in sports, find your sport that you love. If you love nature, get out into nature. That's your way that you can take care of yourself and also the people around you. Yes, amen to that. You're saying the family, the parents should be uh, taking a strong look at that, but a lot of these uh, folks are come from broken homes where you don't have mom and dad at home. You don't have Ward and June Cleaver every day when you come home from school. So if you if you don't have that, how do you how do you you press pro- into your family or your friends, uh, your loved ones, the people that are close to you? Um, that's when you get into a hobby. Like if you're into a sport, you press into your coach. Um, you go to a youth group. There's many different outlets that um, can be utilized if home isn't the option that's what i was trying to say (laughs) well yeah that's perfect there's always outlets all you got to do is show that you need help and people will be there for help Mm -hmm. if you ask a question how can i get help how can i get involved people will be there to give answers to you Mm -hmm. it all starts with just coming out of silence out of the starkness so that we know you're not alone if Mm -hmm. you come from a broken home you don't have parents to talk to right when you get home that's okay there's groups that you can come and talk to there's community members that we can um, build up to help each other that's what i've been focusing on if we can get our whole community to be emotionally health aware this broken home over here is going to be part of a larger community 
that is then going to come in and help mm-hmm. re-bolster that up, rebuild it up so that no one's alone. We need to have a community response, not just a family response as well. Yeah, absolutely. So if any of our listeners want to help you along this journey in one way or another, um, how do they get a hold of you or how can they help? Yeah, so my main way, just send me an email or send me a text. That email is uh, E-C-A-R-E-L-L-A at gmail.com. You can text me at 503-602-4735. And I'm always available if you want to talk or if you want to get involved and help me in preventing this teen suicide epidemic. Awesome. And if you guys didn't catch that information, just shoot me an email. 